Okay, welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. This week, we have a very special guest, uh, my man from uh, the Big Island, the Kona Realtor, Ms. Dylan Nonaka. Kina ole, sir. Hey, good job, John. I love it. <laughs> so we met um, we met on Zoom actually first uh, at the uh, one of the mastermind calls uh, from Chris Okamura. And then I met this uh, phenomenal gentleman in Maui during the mastermind and uh, just blown away by who he is and what you've been able to do. So, you know, first and foremost, please uh, kindly introduce yourself and how you got started in real estate, Dylan. The simple, uh, the simple answer to that is I, I listened to my mom. My mom had been in real estate. She got into real estate kind of when I was graduating high school. And so when I came home from the military and started college, she was going to go to the class to get her broker's license. And you can go to the same class, uh, just a shorter version of it, to get your salesperson license. And so she thought it would be fun to go to real estate class with me. And so we did that. I got my real estate license in 2003 three or four, I believe, while I was in college. And wow, wasn't really something I wanted to do in life. You know, I kind of did it part-time. I helped her because I was going to college on the other side of the island so she could send me leads mm. when she wouldn't want to show property on this other side of the island. So I did it for a few years in college, and then I went off and did a bunch of other stuff, worked in Hawaii state and county politics for a while, and then um, was reevaluating life as to what I wanted to do. And then I came back and just decided I'd, I'd give real estate a shot because my wife kind of said, I want you to have a real job. You know, I don't want, I don't want you to have to like go to a nine to five every day and real estate seems like it might make sense. And so, yeah, that's what, I mean, so I kind of stumbled back, my, back into it. Um, and it's been a rocket ship ever since. So that was, awesome. you know, I listened to my mom, be a good, be a good boy. Listen to your mom. So be a good, good boy. <laughs> do the right thing. Listen did, to your mama. That's and, amazing. And uh, is your mom out? still in, uh, in production as a realtor or? No, she she and my stepdad re, uh, retired a couple of years ago. So kind of when I made okay. the transition to EXP, they were kind of at the latter end of, she was going to retire earlier. That's kind of how I got back into it, where she was like, hey, I want you to come back in, um, help me out. I kind of want to start fading off. And so I started, and then a couple of years later, I got my brother to get, get licensed. And then so now my brother and I are going to the office every day, and my mom's like, I don't want to leave now because I get to hang out with my kids. You know, we all sat in a cubicle Aww. together. And like, so she hung on for a couple more years, but when yeah. uh, the time came for us to kind of move on, then she was like, okay, it's, you know, it's time to hang, hang it up. And so she did. Um, and then same thing with my stepdad. He stayed active, actually moved his license uh, to EXP with me for a couple mm -hmm. of years, just did some referral business and just hang it up this year. So he was a broker for more than 40 years. So taught me, you oh, know, wow. most of what I know and had, was always a great resource, you know, always, always a source of confidence because anything that I didn't know in a transaction, I mean, he had seen 10 times and was always there to help me. And so, um, and still is, you know, his brain still works. So I can still go hit him up for stuff. Even though he doesn't have a license. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. So, um, when you first started in college, obviously you weren't full time. So when did you come back and become full time at what age? Yeah. That wasn't until 2015. So, okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, 34 or something like that. It, it really was, a, and this is an important kind of life lesson along the way, right? Is that when people ask me, do you like real estate or, you know, why do you do real estate? Do you love real estate? And my answer is, I mean, it's a little bit, it's a little bit convoluted, but it's not really that I love real estate, but, but what I discovered along the way was real estate is something that provides me the time and resources to do the things that I love. And mm -hmm. so you, if you think about a job that way, if you think about your career that way, 
you may not actually love the thing that you the, the career that you do because most of the things that we love to do don't make us income, right? Do what you love and never work a day in your life. That's an American fallacy. I mean, I hate that advice that people tell <laughs> kids, you know, because the truth is they're never going to be happy because they're chasing something that doesn't exist. Like the things that make us happy in life usually don't provide us with income. And so when we're trying to have the thing that makes us happy be the thing that creates us income, it's like a, it's like a thing that we'll never find, right? So mm. I just look at real estate as, you know, a vehicle. Um, I'm passionate and excited to get up every morning and do it because I can go on a, you know, three or four family vacations a year. I can, I can mm. leave my office at three o'clock every day and spend the afternoons with my kids. You know, I can provide a lifestyle that I want for my, fa my family, my in-laws, my parents, you know, I can support them if I need to. So that's what makes me motivated about real estate. You know, not selling houses. <laughs> I mean, that's fun too, right? Helping people achieve the dream of home ownership is awesome, but that's not the thing that brings me true, true happiness, right? Yeah, you know, this is so true. Um, you know, do what you love and the money will follow. Like, you don't have to love what you do uh, to have a good life. And like you said, it's a vehicle and it provides us the life that we want. And, you know, we are grateful for the opportunity. Go, don't get me wrong. Yep. You don't have to love selling real estate, right? It's a, it's a means to an end, right? And the end is, is happiness. So, yeah. That's as real as it gets, guys, is the means to an end a lot of yep. times. And if you truly love real estate, great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so coming back to your start in 2015 when you came back uh, full time, you were, were you an individual agent then? I was an individual agent. I guess technically we kind of had a family team because my mom and my okay. stepdad, we all kind of worked together on stuff, but it wasn't a team in the sense of what you see today and what we what we do today. It was more, hey, if somebody needed help show a property, we would. My mom kind of helped do transaction management. It wasn't very organized. It was just we worked together on on deals. So in, in Hawaii, we're, we're really backward. You know, we're, we're in the you know the dark ages in Hawaii when it comes to a lot of things, and mm. the reality was the team concept didn't exist, and oh. um, it, it and still to some extent hardly exists, and it's and it, and there's more of it kind of in the bigger market on Oahu, but on our island, like I'm really the only mega team on the island that does what we do, mm. so that's helpful because not a lot of competition, but it's also something that agents are unfamiliar with, and when they see that it exists and what it can provide them, it's very easy to get agents to join because I'm not competing and having agents that had a bad experience in other teams because it's kind of something that's brand new. So that's a double-edged sword, right? People are unfamiliar mm -hmm. with it, but then they're also don't have any neg negative connotations towards it. So um, yeah, it really wasn't until I came to EXP and that's one of the, you know, the big blessings of my life is going to events. And the first one I went to was in Red Rock. It was before it was called Build. It was Brent's big event before it was called Build. And right. I saw these guys doing crazy, you know, thousand units a year, 800 units a yeah. year. And they had these teams and I'm like, holy crap, like you can do that. Like, <laughs> I know that existed. Yeah. And so that kind of gave me the inspiration. And, um, you know, I looked at these guys and I'm like, they're not smart. Those are no smarter than me. I mean, if they can do it, I could do it. And that was kind of my inspiration. And that's what I tell people to this day. I mean, I'm no smarter and better than anybody else. I just had an idea, followed a dream and put the work in, you know, that was, that's the secret sauce. So. Wow. Okay. So you had a dream, had an idea, and you just ran with it. Uh, what keeps you motivated? Because uh, you're you're taking on a lot. Again, it's it's the it's the lifestyle that it provides. I found I, I enjoy work a lot more now than I used to because my role now is to be a coach, mentor, a leader. I'm, mm. I, I think I'm much better at doing those things. My life has prepared me in a lot of ways to to be in that position. 
um, more effectively than to actually be a real estate broker and sell real estate. I mean, I can do that. I know that. I know that world very well. I still provide that function. You know, in Hawaii, we have to do a lot of broker reviewed contracts. Brokers got to sign everything, so I, I provide that that function to my team. But in, in in most days, I'm out there figuring out. You know, how do we generate more rate more leads? How do we come up with a better system? How do we be more efficient? How do I motivate people to get out there and do the work? I mean, and that stuff gives me way more personal satisfaction, you know, than mm. closing on a listing or getting a listing, right? I mean, um, so awesome. that keeps me motivated. I mean, the evolution of where we've gotten to, that's taken a while. You know, it, it didn't happen overnight and really I didn't. Yeah. I'm 95% out of production you know, and that didn't really happen until the latter six months of last year when I really made a conscious effort to do that and focus more on the things that I needed to, to, to help the team continue to grow and be successful. That's amazing. I was just going to ask you if you're still in production. So 95% out and 5% um, maybe here and there referrals, whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wonder how you actually always get 100% out of production, right? Because I still have, I'll still go on a listing appointment with a, with a listing specialist to help, you know, close a listing. I'll do that from yeah. time to time. Um, I still get a lot of inbound uh, leads. And so I help convert those leads and then hand them off to it. You know, so we have pretty good systems in place, but I still got to be, if I'm going to be the face and the one doing the YouTube videos and doing all the social media, like, you know, yeah. right. People are still reach out to you directly, no matter what. And you're going to have, you yeah. have to have a process to then hand them over. So I don't know how you hundred percent ever get out of production, but you know, maybe well, I'll get there one day. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're in real estate, right? No matter how you look at it. And, uh, you, you're going to be talking to clients, whether Absolutely. you like it or not, I think, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, right. Um, you have a hundred and three, team members on the local sales team yes it's insane wow <laughs> <laughs> you know that's and, and and i can tell you i've recruited zero of them like it's um wow it's, yeah it's 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 one it's 100 built off of people swimming towards the ship um mm. and and that's the only people i want right if if, if your motivation is not to um be part of what we're building, the culture that we're building, um, you know, the mindset that we have, I'm not interested, right? So, so I'm not out there trying to recruit top producers or, or, or individuals who have the wrong mindset and culture. And so that's really been the strongest driver is it's just people seeing, it's like-minded people that see what we do and say they want to be a part of what we're doing and they self-select and join. So yeah, there's, that hasn't been the intent. I mean, the growth I, I, it's still kind of mind blowing. And now I think about, okay, so if there's a hundred, what do I got to do to prepare to get to 200 or potentially 300, yeah. you know, when we were at 10, it was like, well, I was cool. And then we got to 20 and I was like, that's cool. And then it was at 50. And I'm like, man, this thing is getting like, I'm like, Phew. and so, and, and but, but that was life a, on its own. and that was a slow progression too, though. Right. Is people see what you have and they're like, wow, that's amazing. You built this huge thing, but it's like year one, we had nine, right? I mean, year one started with my brother and like three friends that came to exp out of pure faith, they would have followed me off a cliff, right? And and because nice. we were friends, because we treated each other like family and we supported each other, and you know, another friend joined and another friend joined. So it was only like nine, nine or ten at, at year one. And then at year two turned into twenty-two. And then year three, wow. we ended almost at fifty, right? And then year four, it was like almost at a, you know, we've we were just under a hundred at the end of year four, and now we're kind of a couple of months into year five. And um, you know, we're over a hundred. So it was a progression, but it's ex exponential because as you know, nine people talking to people is different than 20 people talking to people is different from 50 people talking to people. So it just kind of continues to, to grow on its own. Um, but yeah, I think you just got to adhere to, you know, a strict, um, I don't have any like crazy 
production requirements. I don't require people to make phone calls. I don't require them to do any, you know, oh. hardcore prospecting. We don't do any. I mean, it's it's the, the mentality is I will support you. The team is here to support you at whatever your version of success is. So I have tons of, of part-time mm. realtors that are full-time moms, right? And they just want to do five or six deals a year as a side hustle. We're going to support them and let them help them do that at a super high level um, and make sure that their clients are taken care of at the highest level possible. And then I have other agents who want to do 50, 60 deals a year. We're going to absolutely support them to do that oh. too. So, um, okay. we run the whole, we run the whole gamut. You know, I have, I have one agent on my team that, that did 63 transactions last year. There's only three agents out of 1500 in the market that did more than 60 transactions. And she's one of them. Amazing. 25 years old. So if you want an example Sheesh. of how to do that, you know what I mean? We, we have that. And if you know, you just want to do kind of part-time real estate, we're going to help you do that too. That's amazing. Uh, it's it's pretty relaxed. So really, it, it, it doesn't. Um, I don't want to say lack of structure or um, or kind <laughs> we're, of standards. We're, we're, we're the most highly we're the most highly structured, um, re, uh, relaxed organization <laughs> in the world. I think. So <laughs> we have, we have tons we have tons of structure. I have tons of SOPs. I have tons of processes. Tons of checklists. But those things are in place so somebody who wants to do sixty transactions can create the same experience for their client as somebody who wants to do three, right? So so that's the idea. Wow. Is we, can, we can preserve a client experience based on systems and processes, um, and you can apply mm. that to just how hard you want to hustle, right? And um, so, yeah, and then we do a ton of lead generation. That's the other thing that fuels the growth of the team. Okay. Is, um, there is no, you know, I don't have any scarcity mindset at all. And, you know, my there's always more leads then we can work. And that's the idea is I can continue to expand as long as I can support agents with leads. And that's that's what's driven. Um, one of my proudest stats from last year is I had seven agents that were within the first 12 months and did more than 10 transactions. You know, and, and I mean, so we can take a Nine. very new agent on a, um, and get them successful very quickly. And, and, and multiple had more than 15 transactions, right? So we, with, if you wow. follow the program, if you work the leads and you show up, I mean, we can get you successful pretty quick. And, and that's the system working. You know, that's the validation that the system works. That's cool. Um, so these first year agents, uh, we talk about motivating people and inspiring people and coaching people. Do you believe you can motivate someone or they have to come motivated? Um. That's, that's a hard one. I, I don't know if you can motivate somebody. I think you can force anybody mm. to do anything. Um, yeah. I think you can definitely, I, I de we definitely have a culture of shared success and shared inspiration, you know, cause I don't think I can personally be responsible for motivating everybody. But if you see somebody that looks like you, feels like you, that you relate to, that is doing something at a high level and you want to be like them, um, then that, you know, that can motivate you. You can different people, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I mean, I'm, I'm, 99% of our agents are female. Like, I mean, you know, like I, Oh I, yeah. Like we have very few, I mean, we have very few, we have like four dudes out of like a hundred, you know? So, um, Whoa. yeah. So, um, there's a lot that I don't relate to them on, you know, personal level and emotional level, stuff like that. So they have to see people, other leaders. And that's other, the other cool thing is a lot of, there's a lot of other leaders, it's not just me. There's other leaders in the team that help inspire and relate at a level that they need to be related to. And so, um, we have a lot of that, you know, we have our team meeting, um, about 45 minutes from now, we always start with wins and gratitude. So people can mm -hmm. hear what people are doing, how they're being successful, what they're grateful for. And, and I think that positive energy just is infectious and, and will drives other folks, not just my, you know, just not my personal leadership. That's crazy, man. 103 and 
four guys and the rest of them are ladies. How? That's kind of that's kind of our industry here, though. Um, okay. For the most part, mostly it's, ladies. It's very female heavy. Yeah, I would say eighty percent okay. of roasters in my in my market are, are female. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So how do you become so attractive that you can attract people without recruiting people onto your team? Like, what do you work on to become more attractive? I think we, we just look like we have fun. You know, we, we, I mean, mm. social media, you can, um, you can create an image, right? Or, but I think some people can see through it or some people can see if it's, if it's genuine or not. And for the most part, um, we're, we're not over polished, right? We're genuine. We're real. Um, and you can just, we do a good job sharing the things that we do. Cause outside of real estate, I mean, you know, we have a, a, a health and wellness program where the girls go on hikes and they do yoga and mm. you know they, they do stuff like that on a monthly basis. We have lots of get togethers. Um, we have two team conferences a year, which we've made public. And that's, you know, we've been talking about you coming out and speaking at one of those. Um, yes, and, we just, and, and we just project that, you know, we have an abundance mindset. We want to help you succeed. We want you to be part of something that can help you do that. And that doesn't exist. I mean, in the real estate culture for, for the most part, it's a dog eat dog, mm -hmm. every man for himself. And, so we don't just talk about it, we show it, right? I mean, everything, like all my team meetings, like people are like, can I invite a friend? I'm like, you don't even have to ask. Like it's the team meetings are, are completely public. If you want to come on and see what we're training oh, really? on that day. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to wow. me, it's, there, there's no proprietary information. So I think if you truly mm. live that mindset, the people who are yearning for that, right? There's again, the people who are trying to swim towards the ship, like that's what I want, right? If you want to stay on the island by yourself, cool. But if you, if you want to swim towards the ship, the, the, the Brent Gold Love Boat, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to welcome mm -hmm. you on with, with open arms. And so that's what people relate to. You know, I think people see that, everybody uh, emulates that, and then that's what, that's what gets people to come to us. Definitely. So really, it's about being real and having fun and showing that on social media. Um, but don't try too hard, right? Just nope. be you and have fun and people will come. Yep. Yep best way to attract people like <laughs> you don't need to cold call agents to come on your team if they see you having fun they will come by themselves and you attract Swing the right people who, who are who are have the right, right mindset right that have that are self-selecting you don't have to convince them you don't have to sell them um, mm. um in 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 four years and a hundred people i've had to turn one person away i mean it's crazy you know so oh. And I will turn you away. Like if, if it's goodness. not a right fit, I mean, we kind of, we don't have a formal screening process, but there's kind of a, um, an approval process now where like the, the, the productive agents, if I get mm -hmm. somebody who wants to join, I just do a quick background check. Anybody have any issues with this person? And, um, you know, if you've, one thing that I, that I, that I don't tolerate is not treating everybody the same. Right. So I don't like when oh. a senior agent treats a new agent badly because they think that they don't know what they're doing, right? Or they'll, they'll respect a mm. broker, but they won't respect the new agent. I mean, that, to, to me, that's, mm. that's, that's a non-negotiable, right? I mean, who you are, you should be the same person to everybody. And um, people might be nice to me. I may have good interactions with them, but if one of my new agents did a deal recently with them and were not treated properly, I need to know that, right? Because that kind of speaks to your character and how, and how you operate. So that's really the only screen. No, our only rule is no assholes. It's the only rule. <laughs> the only it. qualification. <laughs> no assholes. That's really wise words. And it's so simple. No assholes on the team. No assholes for our clients. It's pretty simple. And it makes life fun and easy, right? When you have no assholes in your life. Totally. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you guys did 500 deals last year. Yep. I didn't even know there were that many houses on the big island. <laughs> you know You know what's crazy about that is, is 
in 2022 at our, at our end of the year business planning conference, I told everybody, I said, I'm gonna, the, the big goal next year is to get 10% market share. And everybody's like, that's crazy, right? And and we, we were about there, we we're like nine and a half percent market share at the end of 20, at the end of 22. So and we're gonna continue. Well, so and, there are and, only, in, in fact, uh, 5,000 sales in all of the big island yeah, in one 50, year? Yeah, 5,500, yeah. So, yeah. So, so there's not that many. Um, yeah, there's not that many transactions, right? And, um, but, but again, if you look at it to me in that in that mindset, a ten percent is not that much. I'm not going for half. I'm not going even for twenty five. I just want ten. Like, seems reasonable, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Crazy though, man. That's like uh, you're Mister Kona. <laughs> Yeah, well, literally, <laughs> that's another inside joke that we have, right? People say, "What's your what's your goal?" I say, "World domination." That's the goal. So <laughs> we're on our way. <laughs> you are though. Okay, so what's the goal this year, twenty twenty three? Um, I want to. So the goal this year is way more moderate. I want to maintain market share because you know not, uh, the market's okay. gonna, the market's dipping pretty hard. Um, we were somewhat lagging. We didn't really see it until like January of this year. I mean, we were down like. There's 280 sales in the month of January in the whole entire island. That's down from 720 wow. back in uh, March of last year. So March of last year, we were kind of like slowly falling, falling, falling. You know, we got down to the 600s and the 500s and the 400s, and then it was 330 mm. back in December, and then it was 280 in January. So um, we've personally, team-wise, have been tracking and, and maintaining market share. But um, going forward, you know, we're really going to have to double down and get better work harder. One of the things that I'm proud of is we, you know, we have the mindset of back when interest rates started going up and everybody was just freaking out about what's going to happen to the market. You know, I told everybody we're, we are not participating. That's, that's, that's mm. our mindset is we're going to continue to do what we did. We're going to be fine. We're continuing to do deals. And for the most part, we haven't participated. There was a drop in our, in our total sales in January, but it wasn't um, relative to the market. It wasn't, it wasn't the same. So, we're just going to continue to grind and do what we do, show up every day, and everybody else can be afraid and sticking their head in the sand and doing all that stuff, and we're not going to participate. Don't participate in the overall economy. You have the economy and you have your economy. So it's basically what you choose to focus on, right? Yep. So market share. Um, with that being said, would you go outside of Kona and go into maybe Maui or even Honolulu to build your team? Yeah, so so we basically cover the whole Big Island. So um, we, we've really increased our market share on the east side. Some of my biggest rock stars are over there on the east side where the, low, the price points are lower and the overall economy doesn't affect them as much because on the west side is where all the resorts are, higher end stuff, second homes, you know, multi-million dollar homes. The mm. east side is kind of, you know, you have a lot of $500,000 and less homes. So you can get a pretty reasonable price oh. home there. Um, we, we've definitely... We know that we can we can duplicate what we've done here in other places, and we just started doing that. So so in, in January we, we we signed on um, 15 new agents on, on Maui, and so we're building that systematic nice. process out over there. And so the next step is, is to, and again, that was so easy. All I had to do was like put out a call and say, hey, anybody wants to check out what we're doing? We want to do what we're doing on Maui that we, that we did on the Big Island, and like people came. You know, it wasn't like I had to go call people or convince wow. people. It was just like. People see what's going on and they want to be a part of it, right? The right people want to be a part of it, and they just came. I was I was shocked at the at the feedback and how quickly and motivated people were to to sign on. So we're actually like behind. Like I wasn't prepared for it to happen that fast. I thought it would take me three or four months to get in. You know, the critical mass that we needed to get started. And really yeah. got it like in week one. So um, oh, so we're working. God. Yeah, we're working on turning on turning on the operation in Maui. You know, eventually 
will go to Oahu. My my personal uh, aversion to that is I just don't like going there because it's it's Oahu and it's too many people and it feels like San Diego on an island. So I'd rather go to Maui. <laughs> so <it's only laughs> our our expa- our business expansion is based on purely where I prefer to travel to. So <laughs> real, I strate- love it. real strate real strategic, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And you make it so look so easy. So I got two questions for you. One is um, for your systems, because a lot of team leaders and myself included, systems aren't great, I would say. I've, I've basically attracted and, and created a team through hard work, determination, and grind. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, did you hire a coach for systems? Not necessarily. I mean, from day one, when I started back, in 2015, I'm an extremely lazy person, right? If I can do something once, mm. I'll never do it a second time. So everything okay. that I I kind of came in, and maybe that was just a natural superpower. Like I've, I've gotten better and I've, I've been coached and I've learned over time. But even the, the first thing I did week one when I started back full-time in real estate was I went through the last 20 contracts that my, my parents had written. And I looked and I read every mm. paragraph and I'm like, okay, this, this term is the same in the last 20. So I, I started a, a Google doc and in, you know, in, in G1, it's always five days. And I did that for the entire contract because I wanted to have a system to write a contract where I didn't have to kind mm. of figure it out. And to this day, that document lives, right? And we update Ooh. that document constantly. And that's like massive for our new agents where they come in and I'm like, just look at the contract language document. It's cut and paste because you exactly go Copy paste. To every, yeah, yeah. into every single field and, and, 80% of it never changes, right? So you can create a template and then you just, it should take you 10 minutes to write a purchase contract. New agents normally mm-hmm. at a regular brokerage, they got to sit with their broker for two hours, super inefficient to learn how to do that. So it's simple mm-hmm. things like that that we've just built over time where if I have a process to do something, prepare for a listing appointment, I just write a checklist out, all of the things that I do in every detail. So new agent comes in, they're like, how do I do a listing? Here's a checklist, but it's got hyperlinks to everything. It's got you know links mm-hmm. to the Google Drive that has more resources and so, we, we've just kind of stepped by, it wasn't a grand master plan, but it was a step-by-step as things grew. And we're still doing that. We're building out a, mentor, a mentorship program right now. I'm building out a, a buyer onboarding program right now. So every time we identify a need where it's like, we, we could have a better system there, we work on it. And I, I gotta give credit to my wife. Um, she hmm. was a school teacher for 16 years and in 2020, um, stepped away from that and started working with us full time. And she brought a whole nother skill set of building out Google sites and using Google drive and creating templates and and doing all kinds of stuff. So she was that integrator that really helped take some of the vision to the next level. And that's when we really started seeing explosive growth, right? It was like 2020 to 21 and 21 to 22 is really when stuff took off. And she was a big part of that. That's amazing. Uh, I got to give credit to my wife as well. She's on the call. Everything you see here, this mic, this light, this wall, (laughs) she built everything in the house. Like I would not be able to walk. Uh, do anything in my life without my wife. So I, yes. I, 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 I get where you're coming from. And um, without them, nothing runs. No um, way I can do the stuff that I do without her. You built as you go, right? It's not like, okay, let me just work on systems and it's all going to be done. It's like we're constantly improving systems and we build one at a time. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, 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 don't be wed to, and don't be wed to anything. I, could, you know, I have just as many systems that I've built that I've scrapped and said, we don't need this anymore. Or we need to change the software that we're using because this is no longer serves the purpose. Wow. So this is no longer cost effective. So yeah. being being flexible and being able to pivot is, is just as important and not being locked into like, this is the way we do it. So we have to do it this way forever. Oh boy. So be flexible with change and be okay with change and constantly improve and even, even you know, they say interrupt yourself before somebody else interrupts you 
Yep. Right? Keep cre creating, keep getting better every single day. Kanai was what I talked about in uh, uh, Maui. Yep. Um, another question I have for you is, you know, beyond building systems and attracting people, how do you become a better leader so you can actually retain the talent and keep, you know, attracting talent? The, the, the first one is study. I think people don't, you know, they read business books mm. and they read um, marketing books and stuff like that. But I read a ton of stuff on leadership. I mean, to me, that's the, the mm. best way to get better at it is actually to listen to podcasts about it, read about it, reflect on it. I, I think the hardest part about leadership for people is, is the selfless aspect of it, right? And I've been having mm. these conversations lately with people that want to lead or that are saying, hey, you know, how, do you, how do you do this? How do I get to that spot? And the first thing is you got to decide Like you give up a lot of personal comfort to be a leader, right? And you have to make that decision Ooh. to be, be okay with it. And you have to show yeah. up, right? If you have, if you have a hundred people sh counting on you, yeah. like there is no having a bad day, having a mental health day. Like, you know, four years, I've showed up every single day for four years, whether I'm on vacation or whatever wow. it is. And, and if you don't, and, and you know, simply say, oh, I don't want, I want the work-life balance. And I'm like, yeah, great. I probably have more work-life balance than anybody, but I'm also available and I'm showing up every single day if I need to be there for somebody and for something. So that's the hard part, I think, for people is to give up. Like, you got to make a conscious effort to say, I'm going to give up a lot of personal comfort in order to be there for other people. And if the long-term vision is what you and I'm, I'm, I'm very good at delayed gratification. I understand that mm. if I grind for the next five to 10 years, I can relax for the next 30, right? And so ah. I have no issue with, with giving up personal comfort now for lots of personal comfort in the future. And um, that's just the mindset thing you got to get over, right? And, and make that decision. Delayed gratification is something that a lot of younger uh, generations not okay with. But if you actually buy into this concept of delayed gratification, you're going to be living a good life five to 10 years from now. But right now, as we can do it, we do it. We show up every single day. Sorry. And big congratulations to all your production. Dylan, uh, last but not least, if you had one piece of advice for agents to really crush it this year, what would it be? It's easy. Show up. You know, in the beginning, the only thing that I did right was I treated this like a job and I went to work eight hours a day. And I see the, the, the number one thing that annoys me about people and I ask them, why did you get into real estate? But I always ask that question is, well, the time flexibility, which to me, I interpret as you don't have to work, which is not the case, right? You know this, anybody who's made it, like you need to put in the time. And to me, you don't have to put in a lot of time. I mean, six, eight hours a day, but if you have to treat this like a job and now more than ever, you need to show up, you need to do your prospecting, make your calls, do your follow-up do your marketing. I mean, there's so much that you can do, even if you don't have a deal going on, what are you doing to invest time and energy into the, the, the business that will then result in, 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 in tangible business in the future. So yeah, to me this year, more than ever, you know, it was easy the last couple of years where you could just take phone calls, be an order taker, write an offer, you know, put any house on the market and get over asking price. But yep. those days are over. It's time to show up. Mm. It's time to show up guys and work hard delayed gratification work hard now so you can have a great life later dylan thank you so much aloha hey, thanks for having me, john. Mahalo, sir thank What's you an honor, man you're the best